This week on This Werewolves, we discuss the Polish slasher film, Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight. Werewolves. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yes, Brett. <laughs> How are you? What is it? What What do you want? <laughs> what, what do you want now? What Why'd you call you me? Want? <laughs> uh, how are you, my friend? I am doing great. How are you? Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I don't have. I didn't have anything that I hated. Oh, that's good. Look at up you. until today. Oh, and then I, <laughs> something right before then, we came on, and I started. Is like, your life uh, like a one big Donald Duck cartoon? Like every like every Donald Duck cartoon, he's just walking down the street, usually kind of strutting his stuff. Mm-hmm. Life is mm-hmm. good, everything's great, and then something happens, and he just goes. Bah! Yeah, you know, I I think I identify with Donald Duck. <laughs> Donald Duck is probably my spirit animal, and I think like. <laughs> If you watch those cartoons, like watch a Donald Duck cartoon nowadays, you're like, but this fucking poor guy. Oh, yeah. Chip yeah. and Dale, they're always fucking with him. Huey, Dewey, and Louie, always fucking with him. Yeah. yeah. He just wants to live Everybody's his best life. Everybody's fucking with him. Yeah. Do you know so. what's funny? Uh, when, uh, there was a time where I had like um, a different job, but it would stress me out. And that was like one of my routines. Like if I had a particularly stressful day, I'd come home and I'd pop in a Donald Duck DV and cheer me right up. <laughs> like things could be worse. They could be, they could be. And the thing that, the thing that, uh, and I'll get to this in a moment, but the thing that bothers me isn't really something that like makes me angry. Mm-hmm. It makes me crazy. It drives me crazy. Ah. So, uh, I, I can talk about that in a second, but you and I were talking before we started recording about something that I had said last week where we were talking about Kevin Durant yeah, with the Phoenix Suns. And you said, remember how you, and this is David talking, you said, remember how you said, uh, you know, it's great Kevin Durant and he'll probably be injured by the time we record our next episode? <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> no, we don't know. At this point in time, we don't know how serious the injury is. It could yeah, be the time we're recording, one the day. injury occurred uh, yeah. yesterday. <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll, we'll see. No, that's the life of an Arizona sports fan. It's just perpetual <laughs> disappointment. You know what though? Aaron Rodgers, my Packers, they Aaron Rodgers might get traded. Yeah. I saw to that. To the Jets. I saw that. Who knows? Maybe by the time this comes out, that will have happened. Uh, maybe, maybe. And my my buddy messaged me yesterday. He goes, "You think they're going to do it?" And I'm like, "You know what? As a Packers fan, I've been spoiled for like 30 years with quarterbacks. We've only had two quarterbacks." Yeah, I know. It's and nuts. both of them one is a Hall of Fame quarterback. He might be an asshole in real life, but he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. And the other one also might be an asshole in real life. I'm, saying, I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> he's but a yeah, future he'll be Hall of Fame, Fame quarterback. quarterback. Honestly, and, uh, I would if I were them, I, I would do it. I don't know, but I also just don't like him as a person. So I'd be like, I'm done with your bullshit. Like, you can put up with somebody's bullshit like when they're yeah. performing and they're good, but it's like, it was, well, I don't he didn't think have the best uh, season. He didn't have the best season. Supporting cast around you good, might have a little bit to do with that. However, I will say this. I agree with you. I think they should part ways with him. I thought they should have parted ways with him last year before the season started. Could have probably got a little bit more mm-hmm. for him. Part ways with him right now. Rebuild the team. Yeah, exactly. People don't come to this podcast to listen to guys to talk, about, talk sports. about sports. No, in fact, probably quite the opposite. I'm sure most people are like, Ugh. oh God, they're talking about sports again. Can, can Brett just complain about something? Well, you're in luck because... We all go a little mad sometimes. Haven't you? Okay. Drives me fucking insane when... I have to go to a drive-thru mm-hmm. and whoever I'm with, primarily kids, wife, 
is who I'm with in the car. And they have a special fucking order. Oh, yeah. No, drive through's not <sighs> for that. Even if you're like, hey, I want a number two with a large uh, Coke. Even if you said that to me, I, we would get up there and I would get anxiety about it. I'm like, okay. I was like, I have to rehearse it in my head before they say. <laughs> and then when they're like, yeah, can I take your order? And it's like... Uh, uh, number two with a Coke, number two with a Coke, number two with a Coke, uh, number two. What did you want again? Like I get, like, I just get flummoxed Yeah, and I don't know why. I'm like, I said a large Coke. And you're like, oh shit, sorry. <laughs> there's a certain individual, I mean, I'm not going to name any names, but there's a certain individual in my life who wants their burgers plain. <laughs> Okay, they don't fucking make, I mean, they, they do, and you have to ask for it, but it's a specialty made thing. If you want a plain burger, like, they don't have that on the menu. I'm sorry, you're not going to go to McDonald's and go, I want fried chicken. So they're saying, okay? like, I want this burger, but no lettuce, no onion, no pickle, no tomato, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, it's like, no ketchup. Okay, that's that's the way this person wants their, their hamburger. Yeah. I want my hamburger, no ketchup. Plain, cheeseburger, no ketchup. I'm like... But that's not the way it's served. Here's a napkin. Wipe off the fucking ketchup and, and call yeah, it a day. Or dude, just that's learn not, to... That's not too bad. The ones that drive me crazy are like a van full of people. And you just see bag after bag come. It's like, dude, go oh, inside God. for that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that does bother me too. But I'm talking my own. I, and mm. I'm talking personally. This is my personal thing. It makes me sweat. <laughs> just thinking about it. Like ordering special orders. High calling pressure. people on the phone to order stuff. I can't do it. I can't do it. Like ordering a pizza on the phone. Like the best thing that I ever happened to my life was like DoorDash, Uber Eats, whatever oh, yeah. the fuck you want to call it. Being able to order stuff online, have somebody deliver it, not have to talk to them. Yep. Have them just drop it off at the, drop it off at the door. If there's one good thing that came out of COVID, David, is that it was not talking to people. You know what though? The downside to uh, the DoorDash thing. This is something that has just started in my life in the last few weeks. Because uh, usually, like Fridays and Saturday nights, we typically do like a DoorDash thing and stay home and watch a movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, they love. Just recently, I live on an avenue. Mm. Right next to my street is the same street number, but drive but street. Oh, drive. Those okay. motherfuckers love dropping it off at the guy's house a block away from me. Does that guy but, call you? No. I think that guy's a hermit also. He's got like two cars in his driveway, both with flat tires. I don't know how this guy gets around. Um, but we finally like figured it out because like, you know, like sometimes they'll send you a photo. Uh -huh. Well, the first few times this happened, they didn't. They were like, your order's been dropped off. And I was like, bullshit, it has. And like as soon as the delivery is marked complete, you can no longer uh, contact the driver. So I'm like, I'm totally screwed. Yeah. So the last time like they took a photo, I'm like, I know that house. So then I found right it over there and got it. Yep. But it happened just uh, again, like last uh, Saturday, I had some friends over and we all ordered food. And of course, just mine uh, got delivered a block away. Maybe that guy who the hermit, maybe he's just been living off of your food. <laughs> yeah, that's how he gets sustenance. <laughs> yep. He's, he's, like, food. Till Saturday. And he's like, uh, lettuce. <laughs> Oh, ketchup. <laughs> he sends you, puts a note on your on your door. He's like, next time you order, no ketchup get, get on the burger. Get the shit without ketchup. <laughs> uh, seriously, dude, if you, go to, if you go to McDonald's and you order a Big Mac and you're like, yeah, but no special sauce, that ceases to be a fucking Big Mac. All right? <laughs> so you don't want a Big Mac. I want a Big Mac, no, no, no onions. It's like, okay, first of all, no special sauce, no onions. The second ingredient, two all-beef patties, special sauce, okay? It's the second fucking ingredient in it. Lettuce, two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions is the last one. No, sesame seed buns the last one. I'm tired. I'm tired of special orders. Uh, they, could be, they could be special orders where somebody has to be really complicated, like, oh, I want the burger grilled five minutes on one side and two yeah, minutes on the other, ridiculous. and then the cheese put on at the that's last possible a, second. That's how you get a spit burger. Yeah. I, I worked at fast food places. We never did that, by that's the way. That's good. Oh, thank God. We, never spit on anybody's food never never no that's highly illegal oh yeah yeah yeah. no i'm not saying it happens. and david i don't know if you know this or not you have to have a food handler's card and that's highly prestigious <laughs> i had a food handler's card i got when one I, as a mere teenager if you can believe it <laughs> I, was, I was 15 and a half when i got my food handler's <laughs> no, card i've never seen anything like it no the youngest person in wisconsin with a food handler's <laughs> card <laughs> Made all, all the local news. Yep. Uh, what else is going on, David? The Oscars are coming up. 
Yep. Again, they will be passed by the time uh, this comes yeah. in. But whatever. Yeah, but whatever. We'll talk about it like it hasn't happened because it hasn't. You are one of those people who, when the Oscars nominations get announced, yeah, you're like, I'm going to go and watch. Yeah, I typically watch all of them. All of them. Have you seen all of the nominated movies for Best Picture uh, this year? I'm trying to remember them all off the top of my head, but no, there's still a couple that I haven't seen, but I've seen most yeah. of them. Yeah. What do you think, in your opinion, best movie of the year? That's a tough one. Of of the ones that are nominated, of the ones nominated, I would probably yeah. go with Everything Everywhere All at Once. I thought that movie was yeah. awesome and unique and just cool. I think you're right. Yeah, it was a cool movie. The I think that'll win Best Picture. I think Best Supporting will go to Short Round. That'd be cool. I think Best Actress will go to the the woman. I don't remember all these people's names. Michelle Yeoh, I think. Michelle Yeoh. I think she'll probably win Best Actress. I think Best Actor, it's a toss-up. Probably Brendan Fraser, but Austin Butler, he did awesome as Elvis. Sorry, yeah, everybody. that'll be an interesting one. I didn't see The Whale, though, but I heard he's really good. And I heard that he's really good, but I heard the movie's just okay. Yeah. And, which is kind of funny because that's also how I thought about Elvis is I thought his performance was good and I found the movie just okay. I know you and I disagree See, I thought that one. movie was really good. It was all right. David. <laughs> I don't like disagreeing with you, but I'm going to. Let's get to a horror movie. Let's do it. There's a movie on Netflix right now. Well, it's been on Netflix for a while, actually, called Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight. Have you heard of this movie before I mentioned it? Nope. Yeah. I hadn't either. Um, but I was scrolling through Netflix looking for movies for us to watch for our uh, our podcast, and I saw this, and it seemed right up my alley, mm. your alley, slasher, modern. Yeah, I know. Modern slasher. Kind of a mouthful with the title. Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight. It's Polish. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a part in the movie where it's referenced, so it's a, yeah. all loud. And it probably sounds better in Polish than <laughs> yeah, it does maybe. in English. They found out no sleep till Brooklyn was uh, was taken. <laughs> Nobody sleeps in the woods tonight. Was released in 2020. Anytime a movie was released in 2020, I'm like, oh, that's unfortunate, dude. I thought the same thing. In fact, I was like, knowing that I'm gonna have to try to say what was the number one movie, I was like, Pfft. nobody went to the movies in oh, 2020. Good luck with the number one. Nevertheless, movie I got a guess one. for you. And the number one song. Uh, it was released October 28th, 2020. So right around. Uh, Halloween? Yeah. What was the number one movie? I went with a Halloween-type movie, which, as you know, uh, never pays off for me when it's the month of October when these types of movies should be released. Uh, <laughs> but I went with the movie Freaky. Have you seen that movie? No, I've heard it's delightful. I, I really liked that movie. Yeah, I heard it was really good. Still haven't seen uh, it. That, that wasn't the number one movie. However, it was a, uh, a horror movie oh, that good. was... Uh, that was the number one movie. It was a movie called Come Play. Come Play. It's about this lonely boy. He's autistic. And he uses a smartphone to like contact somebody. And he like manifests this monster. I don't know. I haven't seen it. But he uses a smartphone and he manifests this monster. And it comes through his phone and tries to kill people. Okay. I've never heard of that. But it sounds like a kid that should probably go to the camp that's in this movie. <laughs> it's the number one movie in the theater though huh uh number one song i'm gonna go with uh wop by cardi b macaroni in a pot and what have you <laughs> uh you know what that that song by the way mm. when that song came out i must have listened to it i don't know five times a day <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun song i was just like this song is fucking kicks ass <laughs> it's a banger as the kids say it is uh that is not the number one song the number one song at this time is uh equally uh, as unheard of in my life as come play was it's a song called mood by 24k golden uh, featuring yeah. i am duar i couldn't sing it but i know i know what you're talking about have I have no clue i didn't even listen to it when i when i looked it up i was like oh i should listen it's to not, that and then i completely kind of, forgot about it's it. it's not kind of our kind of stuff Dude, I'm probably pronouncing the person's name wrong. 24K Golden is what it looks like. It's probably like two fork <laughs> G old N. Yeah, you're so old. I'm fucking old. Uh, this movie. Okay, so there's going to be a nun bunch of other names that I can't pronounce in this. So I apologize to anybody and everybody who's involved in this movie. 
for mispronouncing your names. I am not Polish. Don't claim to be. Don't know Polish. So here's my best guess. This movie was written by Bartosz M. Kowalski. Mm-hmm. Jan. I'm thinking it's Jan. It could be Jan. I'm thinking it's Jan also. Jan Kowalski. Mirella Zeradkowicz. Directed by Bartosz Kowalski. Um, produced by the Jan Kowinski and it stars people as characters. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) I, I'm not even going to bother to go on with all their names. We'll, we'll stereotype them and label them like final girl, whatever. Sure. I got some other names, but it's all, it's all Polish except for, uh, Daniel. Yeah. There's a guy named Daniel. Runtime of this movie is 102 minutes. I don't have any budget or box office for it, but. I do have some facts on this, David. Uh, this movie was filmed in 23 days. Wow. Feature length film filmed in 23 days. And it, it, they actually uh, about filmed about eight scenes per day. It's a breakneck uh, speed. That's fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they uh, they they really went through this really quickly. Um, it was supposed to be released theatrically in Poland on March thirteenth, twenty twenty. What happened on March thirteenth, twenty twenty? That's pretty much right when the shit hit the fan. <laughs> it is. Its premiere was postponed due to concerns over the coronavirus. Luck. I remember uh, March thirteenth, twenty twenty, was the day that that was the last day that anybody was in my office building full time. That's crazy. And, uh, I was, I was on vacation yeah, probably, and I was going to probably around the same for me too. Yeah. I was on vacation and, uh, I was going to be coming back on that Monday and I never did. <laughs> I, never went back. <laughs> I went back to go grab some stuff. And I remember on my whiteboard in my cubicle, I had written like, uh, out of office, be back March 17th or whatever day it was. Yeah, you and, know? Like, and he never returned. <laughs> and he never returned. Uh, this was the first Netflix original film from Poland, and it was also promoted by the crew as the first Polish slasher movie. It's groundbreaking. Groundbreaking is correct. It was also one of the most rented titles on Netflix in America after it premiered. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I think I'd never heard of it. I feel bad. It wasn't with I the know. times. Well, you know, here's the thing. Uh, well, this was October, but... First of all, we do a horror movie podcast. We should be abreast to this kind of stuff. However, there was a lot of shit going on at this time. There was. It was a complicated time. It was in the top 10 list of most watched films on Netflix, by the way. Wow. I think it's one of those things, though. When I go to Netflix, I don't really look at their suggestions for me. Yeah, I, I don't either. I'll look at like the like one or two, and then I get bored. I'm like, no. Yeah. Yeah, I'm usually like just like I'm. I know what I want to watch because the new season of Stranger Things is out, and I'm gonna watch that. that. Which is not out. It's not gonna be out until those kids are like (laughs) fifty. Next time we see those kids from Stranger Things, it's gonna be like they're gonna be my age. Yeah, they grew up so fast. I don't even know how that happens. Like, how do they? How did they get just as old as me, dude? I only gauge the passage of time now by watching kids age in TV shows. (laughs) I don't perceive my own aging unless I see if I see a photo. Or like friends that you have. Yeah, and their kids, every time you see them, they're like, oh my God. <laughs> like, what the hell happened to you? You're driving? Yeah, you're like a man. I have a friend. I have a friend who, when I, when I became friends with him, uh, his son was really young. His son and daughter were really young. And now they both have children. Ridiculous. And I'm like, and their kids aren't, like, the, the daughter, she's the older of the two. Her oldest son is, like, not young. Like, he's not, like, like, he can talk. <laughs> he wipes his own butt. Yeah. So my friend is a grandfather. Now he's young. Okay. They had kids when they were young and that's fine, whatever. But I'm just saying like, he's a grandfather. That's crazy. Yeah. I got a couple of friends fun. that are grandparents and it just makes me depressed. <laughs> Happy for them. Really depressed <laughs> <Yeah>. for me. <laughs> and really, Britt, it's all about me and my feelings. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, David, who's going to look after you? That's right. Besides me. Who's going to take care of me when I'm old and decrepit? (laughs) Let's talk about the story of this movie. This is a slasher film. I mean, uh, what, what lured me into it? I mean, besides the title, like being like, Hey, nobody sleeps alone in the woods or nobody sleep. What is it? I don't even fucking know it. Nobody Nobody sleeps sleeps in the woods tonight. tonight. (laughs) Not this evening. (laughs) 
Try again <laughs> tomorrow. Nobody sleeps in the woods past six o'clock. But when I was reading the description of it, I was like, okay, this is right in my alley. It's about kids. They go to this fucking camp and they're out in the woods and there's someone killing them. That is like everything that I want out of any movie. <laughs> like that's why, I mean, Friday the 13th is my favorite horror franchise. And there's a reason for that, David, because they go to a camp not, more or less. They go to a camp in every movie. They're outdoors. And, and then they, they get, get murdered. Yeah. That's all you need and to know. And they're isolated away from a group of people. You need to isolate people away from a group of people, you know. I like Halloween, but they were in a town. Right. They weren't isolated. It adds to the, the claustrophobia. Yeah. How are you going to escape? And in such an open area. Claustrophobic, but in a big yeah. space. Like I said, look at the thing. They're in Antarctica. Yeah. They're in a whole fucking continent. Nobody's there. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? But this story begins, uh, there's this old lady, and she's like, got some bloodstained clothing or whatever, and she's like washing it, and this like mailman shows up. Fucking Jersey Mike shows up. <laughs> she's washing it on a washboard, too. I was like, what year is this? It was 30 years ago? From 2020 <laughs> to 1990. Get with the times, lady. Get a washing machine. <laughs> Listen, she... Uh, she wants to uh, wash clothes. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, that's how she washes them. She's, she, they're, they're backwoods people. That's the true. country and I wasn't around. She couldn't wash them on my stomach. <laughs> anyway, the postman comes, fucking speedy delivery, and he's going to drop something off. This postman's like really nice, too, because he's like, hey, I'm going to deliver something. And he like gets off his bike and he's like going to, and then he hears a noise. He's like, huh? Yeah, I better like go a, investigate that. So he, oh, it, oh, I want to put this out there real quick into the world. Uh, this movie is dubbed. Oh yeah, Netflix. yeah, it's in Polish but dubbed in English. But can I tell you, this is one of the best dubbed movies I've ever watched. It's not bad. The acting is actually really good. The dubbed acting. It's not just people going, hi, I'm here to deliver the mail. Yeah, other than just the mouths not matching, it wasn't distracting. Because no. you're right. Sometimes you watch a movie that's dubbed and you're just like, oh my God, I'd rather just read it. Yeah. I'd rather read. I'd rather not read it and just listen to the foreign language <laughs> yeah. and kind of guess what's going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some movies. But no, th this, this one was really dubbed well. Anyway, so he hears this like groaning like David uh, so eloquently uh, imitated earlier. And uh, he goes to look like in the window well leading down into the basement where the groaning is coming from. And he like pulls up the window and he's like... Is anybody down here? Like, don't worry, I'll come help you. And he turns around to go get help, I guess. And something grabs his legs, fucking yep. falls, head down his face, pulls yep. him in, and they drag him in. <laughs> One pull, swift movement. You fucked, dude. <laughs> you done fucked up, and now you're fucked. Yep. Um, so it's thirty years later now, and uh, there's a bunch of teenagers who get off these buses, and they're at this camp. And this camp is for kids. Uh, who are too addicted to technology. Yeah. So they're always looking parents, at their phones and tablets and playing video games and stuff. Yeah. And their parents have sent them to this camp and they all have to turn over their phones and their it's tablets. It's like a technology detox kind of thing. And it's yeah. called Camp Adrenaline, which I was like, why isn't that the name of the movie? <laughs> yeah. That's way cooler dun, than dun, Nobody dun. Sleeps in the Woods tonight. Yeah. But whatever. Well, because uh, like you said, that Nobody Sleeps... Uh, in the woods tonight is this uh, fairy tale or nursery rhyme mm -hmm. that the mom of the two killers says to the boys when they're young. Yeah. And still though, that's camp adrenaline better. <laughs> yeah. So they go to this camp adrenaline and they're handing over all their stuff and they get assigned and they get partnered up and they, there's a group of them. So we got the main girl, let's call her the main girl. Yeah. Our sure. Hero. Her name's Zosha, but yeah. Zosha, and then we have uh, the nerd boy, Yulik. Yep, and then we got kind of uh, tough guy. Oh yeah, tough the guy, smartass. Mm hmm. And then we got like the handsome guy, and then we got uh, the sexy girl. Mm hmm. Mm, sexy. And then the, their counselor. So it's those five and the counselor. I thought it was a little weird, like how they hand over all their technology. Like, yeah. why not just leave that at home? I mean, I know why, like for us, the audience to like, see like the handing over of the, I was, and to I was remind us that, like that they don't have access to cell phones. I was thinking that too. However, maybe they wanted to have it on the bus ride. 
Maybe. They were like, all right, look, you can have it to the, the last possible second. <laughs> but once we put the car or the bus in park, hand them over. Yep. yep. They're like, wait a second. I just got to send one more. Dip, dip, dip. <laughs> all right, here you go. <laughs> And I say tough guy when I'm referring to the one guy. It's not that he's particularly tough. It's just that he's got an attitude. Yeah. And we find out why, and we'll talk about that in a second. But he he really, like, uh, talks shit to this he likes pushing to the buttons. other dude. Yeah, to the other guy. Especially on this other guy. Anyway, so they get assigned their uh, counselor, and that's Isa. And uh, she's, you know, an older woman, and she takes them on a hike. And she's like, we're going to be gone on a three-day hike. Which I was like, all right, they get split off into a group and immediately they go on a three-day hike. I thought I mean, that too. Like, I was like, how about a little orientation first? Or maybe like we teach them a little bit about like, hey, if you're going to spend three days in the woods, here's what you need to know. Yeah. That's, or that's a lot to ask. Trust falls. <laughs> ropes courses. Some sort of team building activity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got we to gotta, we gotta develop the team dynamic before we go off like one. Yeah. And what and are all, we eating? And yeah. It was just like, it did not look like they were packed for three days. That's for sure. No. Looks like this is a little day hike. Yeah. What's the what's the uh, end? What's the end goal here, Isa? Like, what do you want us to accomplish here? Well, I'll tell you what the end goal is: death for everybody, <laughs> certain death for all involved. Uh, I'll say another thing too. Uh, Sosha is her name. Sosha. Yeah, or Zosha. Zosha. Zosha is our main girl. Now, I'll talk about this in the review. I guess we don't we don't get to know a lot about her right away, though. We know she's the main girl because she gets most of camera time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and right. she's we, also we don't we just know she's troubled. Yeah, she's also very flummoxed. She's always got that look on her face, that angst. Mm-hmm. Oh, something's something's not right with her. We, we also we never really find out. Now I'm getting ahead of myself, but we also never really find out why the fuck is she here at this camp. Well, does she have an addiction to technology? Because I don't remember that uh, ever coming up. Again, we'll talk about that <laughs> in our right, reviews. Right. But Sorry. <laughs> about this same time, we'll go back to what we were talking about before. The old lady who was washing clothes with her kids down in the basement who ate the postman 30 years ago. Well, it's now present day. And she's dragging a deer that she has killed and she's going to throw down and do her fucking and she's got one of those basements those cool fucking basements like i, like, I wish i had a basement like yeah, this it's got, like where the it's trap, got the door. trap door the evil dead trap door yeah that's all yeah and i like yeah. uh just what every uh person or kid or whatever she's got down there uh wants to eat a dead animal carcass hey man she's <laughs> Yeah, well, again, we'll talk about some things in our in our reviews, but she she's going to throw that down there. So she opens up the trap door and she's like dragging this fucking thing, right? It's so fucking heavy. I don't know how she got it to where she's gotten it, but she can't get it to move. And somehow she like slips while she's pulling it and she goes tumbling backwards down the fucking... Uh-oh, uh, so now she's down there with whatever's down hatch. there. She gets fucking killed. It's off screen. But she like comes to and she's like, huh? And then I don't know if we see a foot, but I, I just imagine blood foot. spray across the wall or something. I just like imagine that. that foot just smashing her head like a <laughs> fucking grape. I don't know when we see the killer. I think we just see feet. Like it, it, it yeah. goes up the steps and leaves the uh, little dungeon area. So we know, we know the, the killer's out. Yeah, we don't know that there's two, but we're gonna know that there's two here soon enough. So we might as well talk about them, David. We do see them soon. We see what they look like. These are fucking hideous looking motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> One of them looks like uh, kind of like the thing from um, like the comic book, like the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mixed yeah. with like a little bit of uh, the Toxic Avenger. And I think the other one's a little bit more leather facey, but they both have like warts and they're gross looking. Yeah, yeah they're big fat fucks who uh have warts all over they look like uh slaughterhouse remember the slaughterhouse oh, yeah big right. hook yeah like if he had like uh uh you're right like a jason mask or not a jason a leather face mask with boils all over it with a little bit of the toxic avenger yeah and uh they're fucking gross looking they got skin tags all over their body it's and like disgusting. ashy armpits and fucking <laughs> the gross <laughs> I found myself saying, like, that guy's fucking gross. Like, out loud. I was watching this movie by myself, and I was like, that's the guy, that guy's fucking gross. You're making jokes and laughing. You're like, <laughs> good one, me. <laughs> Pretty much. I do that when other people are around, too, though. Yeah, me too. Uh, our group of counselor, campers and their counselor are hiking through the woods. They come across uh, a deer 
who's been like ripped apart like gutted yeah clearly not killed by a hunter field dressed if you will yeah remember that scene in red dawn do you remember the movie red dawn i to be honest with you i don't think i've ever seen red dawn i think i've caught well, parts of it on tv but i never actually seen the movie this is one of my favorite movies when i was a kid but um yeah there's a scene where they kill a deer and they like they fill up a cup with blood and they drink the blood because they're like this is this is what you have to do when you kill your first deer you have to drink its blood so it becomes part of you says who (laughs) says patrick swayze and charlie sheen Ah, that's who and if you're hunting with patrick swayze and charlie sheen and they tell you to drink of deer of blood do it you drink the deer of the blood (laughs) drink its piss too if they ask yeah you fucking suck off that deer if they ask you to <laughs> oh dude speaking of piss did you like the way they found the deer the one guy uh Ulick or whatever he goes off and he's taking a piss yeah and then he pisses right on it because he gets so scared <laughs> he goes oh shit and like turns and pisses all over the deer which <laughs> have you ever seen the movie uh kiss kiss bang bang it's been a while but yes all right remember there's a scene uh where robert downey jr very similar he finds he's in his hotel room and there's a corpse in his uh bathtub or something and he's taking a piss and he looks and he goes oh shit <laughs> pisses all over the corpse yeah the only thing that i really wish they would have done is like it, show how hard it is to stop peeing when you're in i and women probably experience the same thing but when you're a guy and you just turn and you try to stop peeing it's like i can't just stop peeing like once i start like it's very hard yeah when you got a full stream going yeah (laughs) so anyhow uh they find this deer and the and the counselor's like look you know whatever it's we're just gonna keep going it's it's not a big deal something something killed this thing but we'll be okay and maybe it was a bear or something like that whatever and around this time Ulick and zosha kind of bond for the first time uh he notices she's got a, a an action figure hanging from her neck like a necklace kind of thing uh and he's like oh that looks like uh the t-800 or whatever and she's like what and he's like oh from the terminator and he does a little arnold schwarzenegger impression and then she kind of falls into it too she's like oh he says she looks like sarah connor yeah and she goes wasn't sarah connor blonde and he goes well you still look like sarah connor and she's like i'll be back and she does this like <laughs> right <laughs> so they have this they have this moment there and he he does a couple of nods to like uh sci-fi or horror movie like later on he'll say something from aliens he'll say uh, oh yeah um, there's the game over man game say, over game over man game <laughs> yeah. over there's a f- quite a few nods to other movies in this one yeah speaking of game over uh they're all sitting around a campfire at uh that night uh they've made camp and they're talking about what brought them here and we find out that julik uh was actually is actually a really famous gamer it's got his own youtube channel and he's got like i don't know like half a million subscribers or something to which the guy who's like the cool guy he's like how many subscribers you got and he's like i don't know 500 and blah 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 blah. and the guy's like oh and then the pretty girl's like, how many do you have to the cool guy? And he's like, oh, something about, kind about of the same. same. <laughs> so full of shit. <laughs> he's got 10. Yeah. And we find out that he's like the second best gamer in all of Poland. Yeah. His parents don't want him to game. Um, we, You know, he, he wants to go to Korea to this like gaming world championship or something, but they don't want him to go. They just want him to be a normal kid. So they've sent him to this camp. Yeah. Uh, the counselor is uh, also wants to know what brings Zosha here. So she's looking through Zosha's file and she's like, oh, Zosha, what bring, brings you here? And she reads something. And then she's like, well, maybe we'll talk about this tomorrow. Yeah, let's and move she puts on to somebody else. So we don't find out what happened. We still don't know what's going on with Zosha at this point. Yeah. Everybody decides to go to bed. So everybody goes into their uh, respective tents and goes to sleep. But uh, Daniel, that's the cool guy, uh, he gets out of his tent and he goes to smoke a joint down by the, down by the, lake. Down by the lake. Yeah, the, the pretty girl... I think her name yeah. is like Aniela or something like that. She goes and, and joins him. Yep. And she's like, ah, oh, give me a hit of that shit. And he's like, oh, you smoke? And she's like, yeah, whatever. I do all sorts of stuff. And she's like, hey, um, and she pulls out a condom. She's like, uh, yep. you want to fool around? <laughs> and he's uh, like, well, I don't know. Come to find out he's a fucking virgin. Yeah. And he's got lots of girlfriends, but they're all online. And he goes online and he meets all these girls and, and has cyber sex, but he's never had like physical sex. Until before. now until right this moment uh we get your gratuitous sex scene um nobody dies during it no 
they have sex they bang and then she uh, goes back to her tent yep she's like all right that was fun Uh, i'm gonna go to sleep and he's like all right cool he's like you want to do this again tomorrow and she's like "Eh, maybe i don't know we'll see (laughs) he pulls out a phone that he kept there yeah hidden in his sleeping bag he starts looking at uh, chicks online like like swiping swiping, right yeah yeah (laughs) right when he does that he looks up and uh there's the fucking killer yep who fucking jason Voorhees friday the 13th part seven straight out of part him. seven you had to smack yep. him against the tree uh in this like multiple bag. times yeah multiple times they're not they weren't they weren't afraid of the sensors and uh, the <laughs> yeah, MPAA. He gets several smacks yep uh so he's dead in the morning they're looking for him because they're like he's not there and julik the nerd he's like this is bad. This is a bad thing. We got to go back. We got to go back. And the counselor's like, he just must have gone off by himself or whatever. Uh, who saw him last? And Aniela's like, well, I saw him down by the lake. And the counselor goes down there and she picks up with with a stick. She picks up a used condom. <laughs> a used and condom the, and a joint. And the joint. And she's like, that wasn't me. I didn't do that. And yeah, I don't know like, what that sure. is. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the asshole kid's like giving her shit about it. And she's like, shut up. Fuck you. <laughs> And then Zosha finds a tree that has blood smeared on the side of it. And she's like, uh, this doesn't look good. I think this is blood. And the counselor's like, no, I think that's just sap. Yeah. And just she looks like, I don't sap. think that's sap. <laughs> Those type of trees don't grow here. They should have tasted sap it. Look- yep. Blood, blood-flavored sap. So the counselor's like, all right, look, this is what we're going to do. Aniela and uh, Bartek, Bartek. You, you guys wait here. Me and Zosha, we're going to go try to find Daniel. Julik's like, what do I do? And she's like, I don't care. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, well, I'm nerd. going with you then. <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right, well, I'm going to go with you guys. And as they walk away, he's like explaining the rules of horror. He's like, look, we're not supposed to split up. And he goes through. He's like, there's six rules of horror. This is what you never do. And he goes yeah, through the six he rules. He goes straight Randy from Scream. Yeah. And I don't remember what exactly he says, but I was like, yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. So they're going to look for Daniel. Meanwhile, Aniela and Bartek are um, talking and just kind of hanging out. And Bartek says to Aniela, he's like, hey, what would you do if they never show back up? And, and it was just like, us. Oh. He's, she's like, oh. So you think that they're going to fuck. Mm-hmm. Come to find out they're not going to fuck because Bartek opens up to her and explains to her that he is gay. Yeah, and earlier he had made a, pho- a homophobic comment uh, towards Daniel, and it was like, oh, okay, I see. Yeah. self. So, well, not self-hating, but just kind of like that's his defense mechanism, right? Right. Yeah, he's kind, of and a, he's kind of a wise ass. Not that it was a twist or whatever, but I was like, okay, all right, that's kind of cool. Like, you know, because they could have easily made her character be a character that just fucks all the guys and these well, I guys actually thought just, that Daniel was going to be, like when he initially turns her down, I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, it was kind of a twist and then it turns out it's yeah. actually Bartek. Yeah. And she's really cool with him about it. She's like, don't worry about it. Like whatever yeah. you do you exactly cut back to the three that are looking, they come across this, um, this house, not just any house, the killer's house, It's the house from the beginning of the movie. Oh, dun, no. dun, dun. <laughs> uh, they end up going inside and uh, they find the cellar door. So they go down into the cellar. And of course, Julik is left upstairs and he's like, I'll keep an eye out for, for anybody. Yeah, have fun down there. But they go down into the basement and they find um, Daniel. Daniel's body. Yeah, his, his corpse is chained up, but he's very yeah, he's dead. dead. <laughs> like, oh God. So they go rushing out of there, but right well, as they hear, come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things we're getting to. They hear like the killer coming in the house. Yeah, Julik's like, the killer's back. We can't come up. And so Julik goes down and he shuts the cellar door and they're downstairs. And Julik's like about ready to throw up, which I thought was kind of cool. I like this guy's character. I did too. I mean, he's a douche, but. Yeah, I liked him though. Cause you're right. He sees the, he sees the corpse of Daniel and he's like, like no, 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 no. <laughs> Keep it in. We got to get out of here. So they're trying to sneak out that little window. And yeah. I think uh, Zosha gets out first and then Yulik gets out and then it's the counselor's turn and she starts to go. And then she, all of a sudden she looks over and she sees Daniel's cell phone go off. Yeah. And she's like, Oh fuck, there's a phone down here. Well, I think the other two also see it. Yeah. She's going to go get the phone and they're like, no, come on, come on. And she's like, no, just one second. And she goes, but then the killer's there. 
she grabs like a like a stick or something she's gonna hit him well no they cut to outside where the where the kids are like uh isa are you there and then her head comes flying out (laughs) yeah her head's gone it's gonna be a problem so they run and go and they find uh, a cabin well right this is intercut with uh, another scene so let's go back to aniella and bartek who are talking by the lake and bartek's like spilling all of his like dirty laundry he's like my dad doesn't love me he just ignores me he, he just ignores the like, fact I, that i'm yeah and it's like i give him so many signals and like he just doesn't pick up on any of it he thinks i'm just he's like i around. grab guys asses right in front of him and he's just like oh that's just the way they do it it's yeah, like i bring, I bring boyfriends over and he just thinks they're my friends yeah like he does he either is in denial or he just doesn't give a shit or both or both and he turns to aniella to like get her reaction and she has got a pipe yeah through the back of her head sticking out the front of her mouth and she's dead <laughs> and he's like oh fuck so he takes off because running there's another killer and as the audience like this is the first time we see that there's two so i kind of spoiled that earlier on but this it wasn't a big of- spoiler though because in the beginning of the movie the very beginning of the movie they show like a family portrait and there's clearly two kids two boys yeah, yeah. so if you're paying attention i guess you would know right. but um anyway uh so he the the killer this killer lifts the aniella up on this post and like flings her body away Bartek goes running and he finds a church. Yeah, this would be a safe place to hide. Now, let me just say one thing. We we didn't talk about this, but at the beginning when they first get to camp, there's a priest that comes by and blesses all of their cell phones and blesses them <laughs> and, and blesses does the that camp. thing with the fucking water, that fucking water thrower, that mm-hmm. holy water thrower thing. I don't know what the fuck that's called, but holy said, water yeah, but he thrower. does that holy water thrower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he finds the church. And so Bartek's like, fuck yeah. And he's like knocking on the door. Or he goes inside or whatever. And the priest is there. And he's like, what's going on? And he's like, uh, we're out there. People have been murdered. And it intercuts with Zosha and Ulick who have discovered this cabin where there's this creepy old man and they've knocked on his door and they're like having the same conversation right. with different people. And the different people are giving them the same answers. Like, just relax. How can you expect me to relax? People are dying. And yeah, everything's like, going to be okay. And both of them are like, just sit down, relax, blah, 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 blah. So go to the church and the priest um, is like, okay, I'm going to call for help. And he picks up the landline. He's like, there's no service here either. Uh, yeah, we had a storm the other night. The lines are down. So he hangs up and uh, Bartek's like, fuck. And then all of a sudden the phone rings. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. And, and they just kind of make eye contact like, what the fuck? And the priest knocks him out. Yep. At this point, I kind of thought maybe the priest was in on it with the I boys. Thought, I thought so too. I'll be honest. I thought this scene was strange because then he he wakes up. He's got a ball gag in his mouth. We talked about them taking stuff and homages to other movies. This is very Pulp Fiction like, right? So it's taking a character who has nothing to do with what you're really against right now. Right. And it's like this character is also another bad guy. Just a bad guy. So he's he's fucking Bruce Willis in Pulp Fiction totally. at this like point. Like I said earlier, this movie's got lots of references to other movies, and this was definitely a Pulp Fiction reference for sure. And the priest comes up, and he's like, I'm going to fucking... I mean, he doesn't say it, but he's like, "You, I know your type. You just lead guys on and shit like that. He's going to fuck him. Yeah, rape for him, sure. Rape him, I should say. Not fuck him. Yeah, rape. But he hears a noise outside. And it's a wood chipper that had just been turned on. And I'm like, okay, well, (laughs) I better go investigate and see what that is. (laughs) And he tells this guy, he's like, just sit tight. And so the priest goes out there and he's like, what the fuck's going on out here? He's like, hey, by the way, before I go, have you ever seen Fargo? No? I will talk later. I got to go check on this wood chipper. So he's standing by the wood chipper and he's like, oh, turn this on. And he hears something and he looks to his right. And of course, there's nothing there. And when he looks to the left, there is something there. And he gets picked up and thrown in the wood chipper. And it, the, the killer like stuffs his thumbs into his eyes. Oh, like, yeah. That's pretty gouges rad. his eyes out and then, yeah, tosses him in the wood chipper. He's very nope. dead. He's dead. Uh, but meanwhile, Bartek, Bartek, he gets he gets loose. He unties himself, but he can hear yeah. the killer coming. So he runs and he hides in the confession booth. And then he kind of sees the shadow on the outside and he's like, you know, holding his breath, puckering his butthole, all that stuff, trying to like not make any sort of sound. Um, But sure enough, the the doors snap open and then there's a cutaway. 
cutaway back to Zosha and Ulick who are talking to the old creepy man who's Yes, he's creepy, but he's a nice guy. He's not a fucking rapist, pedophile, like right. a fucking priest. And uh, this old man tells them that he knows what they're talking about, and he shows them that they took both of his legs. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I've had run-ins with these guys. And they're like, these guys? There's two of them? And he's like, yep. And he tells them the story. Okay, this is the story of what happened in a nutshell. Let's go through this quick. These two twin boys, they're like young kids, right? And they are playing outside one day and they see a meteorite fucking hit the earth. It's kind of like uh, Jordy Verrill from Creep Show. Show. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they run over to it. Instead of turning uh, into moss men, uh, they take the, they take the, the meteor. meteorite and they, the meteor. Sorry. Is it a meteor? Oh, it's or a meteorite. meteorite. Yeah. Thank you, David. Anyway, they take the meteorite, they take it home, they put it under their bed unbeknownst to their mom. Their mom tells them a story at night and this is the nobody sleeps in the woods tonight story she should have sang them camp adrenaline um but <laughs> she, <laughs> anyway, uh, she sings them this song and she's like good night boys and they're like good night mom and they wake up in the middle of the night and they fuck they fucking freak out i don't know they get this black goo underneath the yeah things. underneath the bed the meteorite cracks open and all this black like tar like goop comes fucking, out and attacks the kids yeah it's fucking uh what is that uh um uh, from venom from fucking yeah batman. yeah it gets all on their skin uh, not batman spider-man yeah <laughs> it's a fucking symbiote and it gets <laughs> into them but they don't like get cool like peter parker does when he puts no. that fucking venom suit on they get fucking boils and they get big and fat <laughs> <laughs> and turn into cannibals <laughs> yeah not immediately they're still little boys <laughs> yeah in time and- but they get boils all over them. And then the mom wakes up the next morning and she sees that they're eating the family dog in the cellar. Aww. So she locks them in the cellar. Yep. Forever. And never. God, it's got to smell so bad down there. Oh, God. And what are those boys? Those boys, what are they doing down there with their fucking boils and everything? Mm, just eating dead animal carcasses and defecating on the floor. Oh, David. That's <laughs> so gross. It's i didn't even think about that but yeah what's the toilet situation did i ever tell you about the family that lived down the street from us when i was growing up who were the dirty people that sounds kind of familiar yeah we'll have to talk about that sometime but i mean these people were filthy (laughs) i'm talking jars of mayonnaise left out on the countertop for long periods of time never did a dish that's so mom never never cleaned at all i mean i was in there um over there after school they lived only a couple houses away but i was over their house one time and i had to use the bathroom and i was like hey can i use the bathroom and then one kid's like yeah it's right there so i go into the bathroom david i looked into the toilet and i was like i'm gonna hold it (laughs) oh no was it just a mountain of shit yeah and it was a mountain of shit and toilet paper and it hadn't been flushed in years and their bathtub had like three or four inches of just black fucking water that's disgusting they were the fucking dirty people. That's nasty. No, that, my neighbors just uh, didn't bathe often, and they were just very like dirty, and their clothes were always filthy. Yeah, no. And they, they smelled funny. I, I wish that this was all they had, but I went into their basement one time, this family, this dirty people's family, and their basement stunk. I'll bet. And it smelled kind of like what I imagined. This <laughs> so gross. <laughs> oh man i got stories i got stories about these people their mom the mom of this family she would eat uh potato chips Mm -hmm. uh, like sour cream and onion potato chips and she'd sit out on her patio and like eat them and uh, one day she offered a potato chip to my sister and my sister was like oh okay cool and she reached in and she grabbed a potato chip and it was soggy because what the mom was doing she was just licking them and putting them back in oh god (laughs) that's so nasty and then I'll tell you another quick one. Uh, one day, like they had a tent uh-huh. and they put a tent up in their backyard. And so all of us neighbor kids were like in this tent. It was a big tent. Right. And mm-hmm. so we're all just hanging out in this fucking tent. And uh, uh, the one the one daughter uh, shit herself in the tent. <laughs> <laughs> How old was she? <laughs> old enough not to oh. uh, shit herself. She's probably like seven, six. She sharded. You think she was trying to pass it? Yeah, she sharded. Yeah, and it fucking stonk. And we were all like, "Who, who, who, or who uh, uh, farted?" And it was like she was like, and it wasn't. (laughs) She's like, I didn't fart per se. (laughs) It was running down her leg. Oh, like a wet toad. Yeah, we all head frizzy hills. Then we all (laughs) fucking left. (laughs) Oh fuck! All right, cool. 
the priest is dead. <laughs> oh, these the, two. The old man oh, yeah. tells them, like, after he tells the story, uh, they're like, we got to get out of here. And he's like, well, the next town is like a two-day walk away. And he does say to them, like, you're welcome to stay here. It's safe here. And they're like, yeah. nah, we got to try to get help. And he's like, well, all right. Good luck. Good luck. And he just sits there with his fucking sawed-off shotgun. So um, Zosha and Yulik, they decide. And, and there's there's a, some conversation about this and because Yulik's like, I'm a pussy. And she's like, don't be a pussy. <laughs> He's like, I can't help it. But she says, we got to go back because Daniel had a phone. Yeah, we need to get we that phone. We go back. We get that phone. We call for help. And Yulik's like, fine. So they go back. And she basically like smacks him and says, snap out of it. And he's like, all right, what I'm going to, you look, says what I'm going to do. Cause the killer's inside the house. Yeah. He says, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the front door and I'm going to distract him. Yeah. I'm going to create well, a diversion. I'll bang on the door or whatever, get him to come out. And when I do that, he'll come my way. You sneak in, grab the phone. We're all good. Perfect plan. What could go wrong? So she gives him a knife and she says, go at it. And she gives him like a peck on the cheek and he's feeling like, big shit yeah right? yeah he's like i can do anything i'm gonna yep i got I this girl the world. my and she's, she's my girlfriend now we're getting married <laughs> we're gonna get married we're gonna live together it's like what <laughs> me and sarah connor we're gonna get married <laughs> so he goes to the front door and he knocks on it or whatever trying to distract the guy she sneaks down in the basement she grabs the phone she goes to make a call the phone fucking dies of course yeah, that's a real bummer she turns around and the fucking killer's right there and the killer like grabs her by the neck and kind of like lifts her up. Um, yeah. And knocks and her out. Yeah. The killer's like looking at her. Like I almost was like, is the killer attracted to her? Like I didn't really know. And you got to imagine these two boys have just been picking each other's boils for the past 30 fucking years. Who knows what the fuck? I thought that was weird too. And I also wondered because, and we haven't talked about this, but like part of her backstory we find out is that she was in a really bad car accident and her family died. And mm. I thought like, maybe it was like, did he recognize her? Like, was he involved? Was he driving the truck or something that hit the car? I'm no. glad that that wasn't it. Because like no, I think the yeah. cop would have been like, uh, "What's wrong with you guys?" <laughs> yeah, because they just barely escaped not that yeah, long ago, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. He's like gonna choke her out or whatever, and Ulick comes up behind and stabs him with the knife, and the guy basically just turns around, drops her, turns around, grabs Ulick now by the neck, and kisses him. Well, first he stabs him like in the belly. Yeah, yeah and then stabs kisses him, him the on the mouth. Then kisses him, but bites his tongue off. Yeah. Oh, like rips his tongue Fuck right out with his teeth. That shit. Dude, did uh, you ever watch The Real World? Yeah. Real World London? I don't think I ever watched that one. That was like season three There's or four. There's only a few seasons that I watched. Well, anyway, Real World London, one of the main guys was like a singer in this punk band. Mm -hmm. And uh, during one of the shows, he like went down on stage and he like French kissed this like uh, guy who was in the audience. And the guy who was in the audience was like, fuck you and bit off his tongue. Oh, shit. <laughs> That'll teach him. <laughs> That'll learn him. <laughs> they were able to put it back. But for like a few episodes, like he would could that guy couldn't talk oh, anymore. God, that's awful. It was awful. <laughs> All right. So uh, Zosha passes out. Yep. She gets knocked out. She gets out. knocked out by the killer. Yep. Then she yep. wakes up and at first she doesn't see you look or like what's going on with him. So she's looking around. She sees the phone. Oh, and this is where the phone this actually is where she dies. Sees, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, hadn't yeah. turned it on yet because she finds Daniel's severed hand and uses it to unlock <laughs> the right. screen because she couldn't get it to open. It was the thumbprint. The thumbprints. Thumb uh, thumb yeah. <laughs> um, but as soon as she unlocks it, it dies. I thought at first she was going to grab his head and like do the like face thing, but this was like probably before face things, right? Yeah, yeah. Right around. Right around that. Yeah, so she gets the phone and the phone dies. Uh, Ulick wakes up and she's like, Ulick, Ulick, and he's in bad shape. And he communicates to her. He's like, just kill me. Yeah, that's really she's sad. Like, I can't. And he's like, just do it. So she does. She kills him. We do David's right. We do. This is when we find out her backstory. She was in the car with her parents uh, driving and her sister was in the back seat and her dad wasn't paying attention and hit this truck like head on. Yep. But I guess the truck wasn't paying attention either because that motherfucker didn't try to swerve. No, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, uh, and they all die. Truck and they all die. And she sees her dad like crawling out of the thing like on fire. 
Yeah, and it's awful. He, he fucking dies, but she gets she's she survives, and that's why she has so, the toy uh, action figure around her neck. It was like it was from the accident. That's why it's all burned up. Yeah, they found it. Her sister had found it. Yeah, on their vacation, and they had it like hanging from the rearview mirror, and she took it, and uh, that's what she keeps to remember everybody yeah. by. So she's about to go, like she's going to escape, and then she kind of has a second thought. She's like, ah. Uh, I need to do yeah, something. She picks the lock. We, we didn't mention this, but she picks the lock. She finally gets her second wind, right? This is the, the moment in the movie, like where the third act is going to begin. Right. And she's like, I'm going to fucking do this. She picks the lock. She's going to escape. And then she's like, you know what? Fuck this. She grabs a machete and she goes upstairs yeah, so and she can hear that the brothers are like sleeping. Yeah. They're snoring or at least one of, one them, of them is the other one's not there. And she goes up to him with the fucking machete and she stabs the shit out of yeah, this several dude, times like through the <laughs> belly while he's sleeping. And did you catch yep. the music was a little bit of a wink to Psycho when she was doing it? You kind of hear that. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Um, but yeah, so she kills him and then she runs away and she just starts crying. Oh, yeah. Cut to cut the to old the, man. Yeah, with the, the fake old man legs. in the other cabin. And he's got his shotgun. There's a knock on his door. Not even a knock. The door just starts opening. Well, I think there's and a he, knock at first. I, I don't know, but he doesn't answer because he thinks it's a shotgun. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't know. And we as the audience at this point are led to believe that this is Osha. Yep. She just took off running from the house. Yep. And I was like, don't do this. I was like, this is, that'd be a fucking cheap way to end this. Yeah, exactly. The door opens and he shoots upon opening of the door. And it wasn't the killer and it wasn't Zosha. It was Bartek. Bartek survived. We don't know how. He survived the fucking killer from the uh, church. Yeah, I was, I was glad that it wasn't her, but I also thought that was kind of cheap. I was like, oh, come yeah. on. Like, how did he get away? Yeah. Zosha comes across this policeman who... Um, <laughs> he just paid a hooker. <laughs> yeah, he just <laughs> fucked this hooker. And told her his life story. Which is kind of funny because she's like, all right, well, I'm going to go now. Yeah, you can... Yep. Can, I, can you pay me? I'll see you next week. Bye bye. <laughs> He's like, all right, cool. She comes across this policeman and he, uh, he helps her and they go driving, uh, away. And, uh, in the middle of the road is the other one, one the, the, uh, the other killer, right? The yeah. guy who just killed the, the um, yeah, the twin. When they hit him like with the car and the, and the cops like, Oh shit. Like I got to stop and see what happened. Zosha's like, okay, whatever. She didn't see who it was. So he gets out and he goes to look and she looks back and she's like, no, don't go. And yeah, she's she like pounding on the door him. trying to get out. And, uh, anyway, the fucking, the guy wakes up and he kills the fucking policeman. Dude. He takes an ax, swings it down the middle of him and chops him in half from the head, from the head, the like taint. vertically. <laughs> And we just see his entrails and everything spill out. And then yeah, his, and it, his it, legs go in two different directions. Yeah, it's a cool shot because it's like between his legs up at the uh, killer. And he sw- swings the axe and then the legs fall. One right, one left. Gonk. Yeah, so we just kind of see it from like his ass down. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, she breaks out of the window because she's in a cop car, right? She's in the backseat of the cop mm-hmm. car. So she's got to break out the window get into the front seat and the cop had already established that his car was a piece of shit. Of course. Um, so she can't start it. Yeah. Naturally the killer gets on the roof and he's like hacking down with his ax at her. Dude, another, another nod in this scene. Did you catch this? Like when the guy jumps on the car and he's, the ax is coming through, this is kind of where the Sarah Connor thing comes almost full circle is oh, yeah. it was a nod to the elevator scene in Terminator, Terminator two. 2 and as the the axe is coming through it's like even the music was very similar to the Terminator 2 music I was like oh that's kind of clever she starts the car she gets the car started and she fucking takes off and he goes flying backwards yeah and lands with a thud and she drives away and then she's like fuck this she puts it in reverse and she runs over this fucker I don't know probably like a good five times <laughs> yeah she kind of goes back and forth on him Yep, and then, and then she uh, drives, drives away. away. Yeah. We think that's the end, because I think the credits start, and then there's a little bit more. Yeah, uh, in the end of the movie, the killer is actually, he's <clears throat> still alive. Yeah. And um, he gets up, and he, like, dusts himself off. He's like, well, whatever. And I was like, fuck, man, this guy's still alive. And then the twin wakes up from the bed, who, who she had stabbed with a machete. And he sits up, and outside of his uh, cabin, there's a bunch of squad cars. It's a squad yeah. cars with a, their uh, lights on. And the one that got hit by a car, he kills a couple of Nazis. 
that are like oh yeah that's walking. right because <laughs> the cop earlier like got a call about a couple of drunk nazis who were like celebrating hitler's birthday or something but yeah, yeah which by the way i know this is april 20th oh yeah i just i knew that uh, yeah. because it's 420. 420 yep and that's also the day that columbine happened oh that's right Ugh. oh i know that's, Fuck, that's fucked up but anyway uh so I, I i just remember that so i'm like okay so it's april but they were out in the woods like getting drunk celebrating hitler's birthday and so they were going to get arrested and uh i think he comes along does he kill them yeah i don't he, even know if does. we necessarily see it but okay. like but he, it's kind of implied yeah, because he's he still alive him. And then, yeah, like I said, the other twin wakes up and there's cop cars outside of the cabin and then it cuts to credits. That's it. And they did make a sequel to this, so I don't know if the sequel picks up right at that moment because I haven't watched it yet, but uh, they did make a sequel to this. All right. All right, David, what are your thoughts? Because we, we talked about stuff that we wanted to talk about uh, at the end here. Yeah. Um, so what were some of those things we talked about? Uh, I mean, as far as things I liked, uh, I, th- I thought Ulick was a very likable character kind of a funny little goof um there was some some humor kind of peppered throughout the movie uh lots of kills um gore yeah some like you know we see a head like we don't it's see it get budget, cut off we see it like it's probably a budget a budget constraint more than anything though right oh yeah yeah but and then like the entrails and stuff like that so like i mean there's some there's some good gore i like some of the nods to other movies it almost teetered sometimes on like ripping off versus homage which is kind of yeah. lead, leads into my uh, things I didn't like about this movie. Like the sleeping bag kill was a nice nod, but it's something we've seen before. And I kind of felt that way about every kill. It all just felt very familiar. Okay. And I know that's kind of the idea. Like it's the old, you know, Cliche, campers yeah. in the woods, you know, getting killed by some sort of killer. So yeah. it, it definitely wasn't an original movie. I've seen a lot worse. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll be honest. I was expecting this movie to be pure dog shit yeah and i'm still gonna say it's not a good movie but it's more of like when your dog shits in the house you know like sometimes you're like you smell it right away and you're like dude dog shit in the house what's going on yeah and then other times you don't quite notice it maybe it's like later in the day and you walk in and there's a turd on the floor and you're like when that get there yeah, but but that turd is easy to pick up. Yes. Like, it doesn't leave a stain on the carpet. Exactly. It's just this hard fucking turd. And that's kind of how I felt about this movie. Like, it's kind <laughs> of a turd, but kind of an unobtrusive one. Like, I, I don't want it in my house, One that per just se. fell out of the dog's butt. <laughs> yeah, I still don't the want dog, it. Like, crouching, it just kind of fell because but it I'm was, like, But I'm not going to get mad about it either. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, I'm going to give this one a two. Uh, mainly just for the lack of originality, um, but it's it's not bad. Okay, I agree with a lot of your sentiments here. I disagree with one thing, mm. and that is uh, one of the things that I liked actually was that it was very familiar, that it was very like uh, just cliche. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a popcorn movie. Just kind of sit down yes, and turn and your brain off. Yeah, I like it because it's that's that's what I like. I like these slasher films. I mean, slashers are probably the subgenre that I am drawn to the most. Yeah, probably, probably same for me. Yeah, I like a good killer. I like good kills. I like that whole thing. What I don't like, though, and I think we're probably on the same uh, page as far as this goes, is we don't find out anything about this Zosha character until the third act yeah and like you said earlier like why is she here at no point is it ever established she has any sort of digital addiction no and for that matter like i don't care about her at all yeah so because i don't care about her i really don't care about what happens now if i would have known shit about her at the beginning maybe in a beginning flashback yeah you would have cared more 10 minutes into the film i would have cared about her more and it's just like when we talked about Underworld last week, kind of the same thing with like the Scott Speedman character. Like, yeah. we don't really know what's going on, so we don't know what's at stake. No, there are no stakes. It's just uh, more just like that we just, we're just, here's just a bunch of kids and we're going to kill them. Right. And to that point, the character that I cared about the most, probably because I could identify with him the most, was the Ulick character. And he uh, does die. Now he dies being brave, something mm-hmm. that he hadn't been. But I I kind of wish that he wouldn't have died, but Same. that's neither here nor there. Uh, 
let's see uh did, 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 i would have rather had them yeah put uh, some of the stuff at the beginning so we could care about the uh, kids and have all the kills towards the end uh overall i thought it was enjoyable though but there was just something missing as far as character development right. yeah agreed i thought i would hate the fact that it was like sci-fi almost in the sense that that's why these killers became killers oh the meteorite thing I thought I would hate that, but I don't hate that because it explains a lot of stuff to me, like being a dumb audience member and being like, okay, I'll accept what you give me to be reality. Right. This is why they're unkillable because mm-hmm. they're fucking venom. You know, they got, <laughs> they got this shit course in, this black shit course in through right. They got the healing power apparently. Yeah. So I'm okay with them being, uh, you know, yeah, they didn't bother gro- me. grotesque monsters who can't die. But, um, uh, I wrote a range here and I, I, I don't disagree with your two, but I think it needs to be higher. Mm. I think it needs to be about two and a half. So I'm yeah, going to give I it almost three. went two and a half, but I just can't quite recommend it. Well, I'm going to go three ah. because I do think people should watch this. I actually really enjoyed this movie. I don't think it's perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm going to give it a three to give it an overall rating of two and a half. Look at you. So, uh, cause if I give it two and a half, then it's two and a quarter and then oh, <laughs> who wants to watch a movie that's two and a quarters, but two and a half, three range as okay. far as I'm concerned. I'll allow it. Oh, also the title. There was a couple other things that we were going to talk about and I forget what they were. Um, but uh, some other like stuff that I'm like, oh, you could have, you could have done this differently. You could have done that differently. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'll ever remember those things. So if you're <laughs> listening to this podcast and you remember what I said and you're like, oh, you were going to talk about this, you can write to us and say, hey, what did you think about this? Because you never got back to yeah, this like you, you said you were the, going to. the priest ball gag thing? Like, <laughs> <that> <laughs> I, I said what I thought about that. Field, yeah. um, I don't mind the homages. I don't even mind when they rip off stuff because it, it's done in a tongue in cheek way where they're not trying to pass it off as their own. Right, they're trying right, to right. pass it off as. Yeah, it's hey, more of a wink. Is, this is a wink and a nod and a yeah. uh, nudge. Uh, so, uh, but if you want to contact us and tell us uh, stuff that we should talk about or uh, give us recommendations for movies, uh, we'd love to hear from you, David. How can they contact us? On Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, TikTok, YouTube, Hive. Uh, search the Swearwolves on all of those platforms. On Instagram, search the Swearwolves podcast. You can go to our website, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at contact at theswearwolves.com. Uh, or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. And David, we're not sleeping in the woods tonight, but we're doing other stuff. Oh, shit. bow wow does not sound familiar at all uh it's Sounds about dirty. a lonely boy <laughs> a lonely boy yes come come play uh let's see it's about an autistic kid oh uh well, now i feel bad uh, yeah way to go hold on uh it's about this kid who like is lonely mm-hmm. a lonely boy yeah <laughs> shut up okay i'm gonna start over again hold on